Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Earlier this week, the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board became the first in Ontario to pass a temporary indoor masking requirement in all schools, with no restrictions for anyone who wants to opt out. And here's Public School Board Chair Don Danko. We want to make sure that this is done in a supportive and uh, non-punitive way so that we preserve a positive culture uh, at our schools. We, We don't want to turn this into a divisive debate in our schools. Well, you may ask, really, what's the point if some of the students can opt out? But the school board says the hope is that it will still lead to more masking and better safety for children during the surge of RSV flu and cold. Uh, The uh, meeting was not without controversy, though. Even this policy, a voluntary one, was met with protest with the security having to eject some members of the public from the gallery. The organization Ontario School Safety has come out backing the move by the Hamilton Public School Board. And Mary Jo Neighbors is with Ontario School Safety and she joins us now. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So for people who are not familiar with your group, Ontario School Safety, can you give us a bit of background? Sure. So Ontario School Safety is a grassroots level group of really concerned Ontario parents, um, some with scientific and medical background. All who throughout the course of the pandemic have been trying to urge their uh, school boards and schools, public health units, and our provincial government in particular to continue to make accurate and up-to-date information regarding SARS-CoV-2 or COVID as we refer to it, so that families can make their decisions and so that the actions that the government recommends are backed by science and data. But we've all come to a point where very little of that is being heard or done. And um, we grouped together and decided, I think our last resort here is to take the uh, provincial government to court for its lack of proper acting when it comes to the pandemic and protecting our children in schools. Is that court case part of the reason why you're fundraising? Absolutely, yes. So, um, you know, initially when we were getting some legal advice, um, it was told, you know, start your GoFundMe so that we can raise enough money to retain a lawyer. Also to uh, ensure that whatever plaintiffs come forward on behalf of our case, they're protected um, should we lose the case. Um, The feeling is that we have a very strong case um, for a lot of reasons, and uh, we're in the middle right now of retaining legal counsel. And uh, people can get more information on that, and if they want to, uh, there's a way that they can donate if they go to your uh, website, ontarioschoolsafety.ca. Is your organization a one-issue organization? Is it focused on the one thing? So uh, probably to start off, I want to make sure that um, people understand that our group is not um, about masking. We're not masking fanatics. We all mask, and most of us send our children who can wear them to school with masks because we believe the science and the data show that it's helpful. But our goal as a group is simply to say, hey, please, provincial government, let science and data guide your decision-making. We're looking for them to have an independent group um, who can, you know, compile the science and data as it's consistently coming in analyze it and say, hey, you know what, the best way to tackle this, to prevent children from contracting a level three biohazard, which is what COVID is, um, is to do these, you know, certain things. Um, So we're really just looking for um, transparency. We're looking for leadership and action based on science and data, not on emotion, not on, uh, you know, uh, agendas, um, not on any political reasons. 
Well, Ontario School Safety earlier this week um, released a statement in support of the move by the Hamilton Public School Board uh, to recommend, basically, recommend masking in schools again. Uh, Can you give us the nutshell of what that statement said? Yeah, so, you know, as I mentioned, that it, we're not all just about masking. We're about what the science and data show. And, I mean, step one is the reason this is happening and why maybe more people are in support of it is because we see the pediatric crisis, right, in hospitals. We see what what is going on, and we're all very scared for our children and, and the system as a whole. And we're seeing multiple viruses going on. We're seeing, uh, you know, mounting evidence that COVID, previous infections in children, whether they, they went got through it sort of in the acute phase quite fine or not, um, may be causing immune dysregulation, which means we're not able to fight viruses as easily. So this is something that's just going to keep getting, uh, continuing uh, if we don't do something to break the chain of transmission. And the most immediate thing people can do, and the science and data show it, is to wear masks. Of course, it means we'd like the N95 or equivalent that is worn properly and by as many people as possible. Um, but, you know, in times of crises, they always say, don't let perfection be the enemy of good, right? Anytime you can break transmission, that may be a time that you're saving a child from a potentially long-term issue. Do you know of other school boards that are looking at uh, a similar request or requirement? Um, we know that Ottawa Carleton uh, had just been attempting it. Um, it didn't pass. Uh, we know that we're hoping that this will give the one in, uh, in Hamilton, there will give other school boards and other trustees sort of the courage to step up to do what's hard for whatever reason. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons behind it, I think. Masking has become this really divisive issue. And I guess I've never fully understood it. I, I just thought, look, um, you know, we're kind of lucky we figured out there's this thing we can do that can maybe help uh, solve some of our issues. And even if it's a temporary thing, and even if maybe we're not comfortable in it and uh, uh, that kind of thing, I don't know why we wouldn't do it, you know, and I think here's part of our, our understanding. We get why so many parents don't understand what the big deal is with COVID. Our governments have led us to believe by lack of communication, lack of leading by example, and lack of action, that COVID is no big deal, that it's gone or it's mild in kids, um, that it's not going to cause, you know, long COVID in some of them. Um, so we understand we're looking to help share that information um, and then get some action Uh, to prevent it from happening to more children. We're speaking with Mary Jo Neighbors of the group Ontario School Safety. As you mentioned, it has become, masking has become a very divisive issue. That was evidenced uh, on Monday night. So 60 people were at the Hamilton Public School Board meeting uh, against masking, being very vocal about it. In fact, uh, some of them had to be removed by security. I'm wondering, because your organization has been very positive in terms of uh, wanting to do, uh, wanting to make sure that whatever can be done, to battle uh, illness and, and the spread of this illness in schools. Um, I'm wondering if you've experienced some of the backlash as well. Personally, I have not yet. <laughs> I anticipate some. Um, for sure, some of our group has. Um, and that is the reason why a few of them have remained anonymous. And um, because, sadly, we have seen what has happened to people or what they've received, calls, threats, whatever, just by saying, hey, we'd rather not uh, our children as well as the rest of Ontario's children as well as our healthcare system deal with all of this uh, with a, a, a virus that affects our vascular systems, all our organs. 
you know, there's an increase in heart and stroke issues right now, uh, increase in type 1 diabetes in children who have had a previous COVID infection. It's proven there is cognitive impairment, lung damage, etc. And I think if, if parents were really truly informed, I don't think it would be as divisive as an issue as it has made out to be now. On the Ontario School Safety website, you're identified as an advocate for proper investments in public education, health care, and long-term care as well. And now apparently we're starting to see cases of RSV showing up in long-term care homes as well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes. I, I have this sort of philosophy that I don't understand why we're so willing to allow uh, such sickness and devastation to sort of the bookends of our society, right? Our children and our elders. And um, it's been an issue from the beginning. Um, and sadly, you know, the provincial government has, has failed our seniors as well, in my opinion. Um, lots of bills have been passed really just further protecting them from any liability or, um, um, you know, responsibility, accountability for what they are doing or not doing when it comes to COVID. Uh, Mary Jo, I just wanted to reiterate for people who may have joined our conversation a little bit late, um, your organization, Ontario School Safety, is mounting a push to actually sue the provincial government over some of the measures with regards to COVID and schools. I was wondering if you could recap some of that information. Yeah, so we're a grassroots organization. We've come together as a set of parents, uh, some with medical backgrounds, scientific backgrounds, legal backgrounds who have done everything they possibly can through the pandemic to help make schools safer for children, for all children to attend. Um, and we feel that over time, the message is not getting through to the average Ontario parent in terms of the severity of what COVID can do, even when it's considered a mild <laughs> infection. Um, uh, we believe that their lack of action, their lack of proper communication, their lack of education of the public and lack of leading by example have set us up to uh, really have a lot of issues with the health of our children. There's absolutely no stability or normalcy in schools right now. I know as much as the Minister of Education was pushing for that, I think in his anything communicated with, since July using those terms, um, that is not happening. I mean, classrooms are being cohorted and uh, you know, substitute teachers are coming in that, that typically don't have much experience. They're asking, um, even bus drivers are ill because of COVID. So the normalcy and stability will come when we can stop transmission in schools. And right now, the desperate measure is massing because it has the most immediate impact, um, you know, but it's alongside all sorts of other layers. So we're looking for the provincial government to finally be transparent, do what they need to do and protect Ontario's children. Well, what about those people who say that masking has actually contributed to the surge of RSV? Yeah, you know, there's a, a term that's been circulating around, and, and I, I think what you're speaking to is something that people have called immunity debt. Um, I'm not a medical professional, but I have discussed this with many of them. Um, and this term actually really just came around in 2021. It's not actually a medical term that's given much weight. It's less likely that masking has meant that children don't have the immunity to fight things. It's more that, um, you know, we have a surge of things perhaps for a few reasons. They have been masked. You've got some kids who haven't seen some viruses, so they're going through it as well as, you know, those who are maybe typically would be um, exposed to it now. Um, but really, the evidence is showing more and more that it's more likely to be a fact of children who have often, most, many of them, I should say, have had COVID infections, 
some asymptomatically, so parents don't know, may have trouble fighting viruses because of the COVID virus that they have had in their system. Uh, Mary Jo Neighbors, our guest, she's one of the volunteers who is with the organization Ontario School Safety. If you want more information about the group and about the court case and, and the other things that they have going on, just uh, check out their website at ontarioschoolsafety.ca. Mary Jo, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.